0: Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's another game day, a preseason game day in La Belle-Provence. The sends and Habs get going at 7 o'clock. And taking a look at these lines, Ross, it's clear that tonight's game will be a
1: battle for depth
0: positions. We'll get into who is on the hot seat, who needs a big performance, and more. Plus, the Senators have made their first round of cuts. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. Welcome inside episode 882 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains, a reminder, you can follow the show on social media at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube. Today is Wednesday, September 27th in Pilsy. Now it feels like the season's starting. We got a TSN game. We got some battles tonight. It's going to be a fantastic meeting in Montreal.
1: Yep, hopefully the Ottawa Senators can continue their perfect undefeated streak in the preseason, 2-0 up against the Leafs. So now it's up, uh, up to Montreal against the Habs.
0: Wow, Leaf fans were really upset that it was even discussed that they lost the game. I guess they don't want to keep score in preseason. And I'd be surprised if the Habs did as well, as Ottawa went 4-0 and against Montreal last preseason in four different provinces, Ontario, Quebec, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia. And, oh yeah, then they went 4-0 and against Montreal in the regular season as well. So, hey, when these yeah. two teams get together, always some fun rivalries going. The Sens are bringing some meat to Montreal. Let's put it that way. McEwen. Kelly, Imama, Kastelix, Makal, Sokolov. Going to be a big lineup tonight facing the Habs, but with a lot on the line because we saw the first line play at home. We saw the second line play on the road in Toronto, but now it's a battle for third, fourth, and first call-ups, really. Yeah, thats
1: it's very clear looking at these lineups, and um, they've had some consistency with who they've had lined up together, so that kind of gives you a an idea looking ahead of what potential lineups could be in the NHL moving forward, depending on who makes a team and who doesn't. But this is a very interesting game because, you know, with the other games, you got uh, some of the top dogs where they know where they stand, but pretty much everyone in this lineup, like is fighting for the same, what bottom six. So six forward jobs and then bottom pair. So two D D pair, there's eight spots up for grab between I don't well, know, like
0: 12 well, guys. I think as a part of those, because obviously Kubelik and or Joseph, they're not necessarily competing for their spot on the team. But hey, who's going to get the extra power play time? Who's going to get yep. those opportunities? And I thought that the top line center is an interesting spot here. We'll, we'll pull up the uh, the lines in just a minute. But first, let's just kind of put a bow on the last two games. And I know everyone's already thinking, where's Roby Arventi playing tonight? No, the only Ottawa Senator to play in both the first two games will get a reprieve tonight. The Senators were off yesterday, just on the ice today, uh, right as we're recording. We just got the lines. We put those on the graphic. We'll get those to you in just a minute's time. But Pilsy, now that you've had time to take a deep breath after you know back-to-back games right off the bat, the first week of camp, can you believe it? The first day of camp, was last Wednesday. So it's already been a week of training camp, two games. Like, what's your biggest takeaway so far in the first seven days? I mean, Ross, it's hard for me to really come up with
1: a takeaway because I've been spending most of my time planning the parade for the Ottawa Senators. Like, where are all the floats going to go? How long is this parade going to last? All these things. The the Leafs fans are going to be in attendance for this parade, so that'll be exciting. But um, I guess biggest takeaway for me so far is – the top players on this team have shown why they're the top players and sure you can say it's the preseason so they're dominating up against uh you know lesser competition but they're still dominating so that works for me
0: yeah wins a win is a win and you just want to see the good habits be just that and uh we also just got a quote from dj smith as well josh norris has not yet been cleared for contact but quote He's really close. I thought he was really close last Wednesday, Pilsy. So I already don't like this trend of, yeah, he's very close, but no, not there yet.
1: That's the thing with the shoulder injuries, right? Like all it takes is one bump to go the wrong way and you're kind of set back to zero here. So, you know, uh, what was kind of cautious optimism throughout the offseason, Ross, about Josh Norris is turning into concern.
0: I thought you were going to say cautious pessimism. I was like, no, no, we don't want that. But no. <laughs> we just want to see him back out on the ice. Billsy, good vibes only, though. Sens fans will get their first look at Eunice Corpus tonight. What would you mm. like to see from the Sens' number one A goalie?
1: Well, I'm glad they started Corpusallo for this game because he's going to get to see a lot of shots, probably. A lot more shots than uh, he would have in the last couple of games. So this will be a test to see really what he can do when he's put up against it. But, I mean, mind you, he has played for the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, most of his career, so he's probably used to this type of uh, roster in front of him.
0: Yeah, he certainly is. We're not sure what the roster is going to look like for Montreal. For Montreal, this is only their second preseason game. They played in New Jersey or against last Jersey or against New Jersey last
1: year. Yeah, I like that.
0: Last jersey. It's the last place jersey in the league for me. I don't care what you say about the historical significance of the uh, Montreal Canadiens jersey here. I spun that one in a nice little way. But I I would say we're not going to see first overall pick, Uri Slavkovsky, who played in last night's game. But we might see. Brendan Gallagher who is he fighting for a spot I mean he's he's paid like an NHLer but doesn't produce like one so anymore. So we'll see what the Habs are going to bring into tonight's game but in preseason you're just worried about your side of the tracks, right? You're worried about what's going to look on your side of the conversation of the rosters and let's discuss the elephant in the room here Pillsy. Oh. Absolutely nothing new on Shane Pinto. Yeah, and
1: that's kind of to be expected uh, it really seems that Shane Pinto and his camp have kind of stood their ground and said, look we're not we're not going to help you out just because of the salary cap here. Shane is worth more than what you're providing here, and you know what that's fair that's that's totally fine It's within his right, and he had a good season last year and doesn't deserve to you know be paid less because of it
0: and I just wanted on record we are very pro Shane Pinto in this whole in this whole contract negotiation, I think he should get what he deserves. And it's the senators, it's the senators problem for not budgeting that 2.5. Let's put a, a number on it. Just that we've heard that in rumblings before not confirming anything, but how do you not budget that before going out and making your vanity splash in Vladimir Tarasenko and, and not having that extra, you know, uh, change in your pocket so when you when you're on the way home you can get a pack of gum before you kiss the girl when you say goodnight, right? You, you know, you need to you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. As guests of this show, Frankie McDonald would say, you gotta yes. be prepared. And the sends weren't and now, you know, they're they're dealing with that unfortunately, where Shane Pinto is sitting at home on Long Island and just waiting for a chance to come back. But if you if you follow Shane's dad Frank on Twitter, who's a great follow, he's he's replying to tweets being like Hey, you forgot a team when, uh, ESPN came out with the list of the teams, like how they're best suited for the next three years. And Ottawa's not in the top 10 and Frank's like forgot a team. So Frank's still in the mix. They're still all sends all the time. Everybody's just waiting to make the money work. And don't get me started again, Pilsy because we talked about it last episode at the end of the show. If you missed it, go check it out where this could have all been so easily avoided years ago without buying out Bobby Ryan. Without making the mistake of Michael Delzato and ultimately buying him out, the dead money on the cap is killing the Ottawa Senators right now. And that's super unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely unfortunate. But I don't like Bobby Ryan had to be bought out eventually. I think and he had two years left.
0: They weren't gonna compete. They replaced him with Evgeny Dadinoff.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Bobby fair. Loved
0: Evgeny but they paid Dadnov 6.5 million for two years before he was traded. Bobby was making like 7.1. It's a bit of a wash at the end of the day. Yeah. They could have just kept him.
1: Yeah, I think signing Delzato to that two year deal was Thanks, Pierre. Wasn't was uh, Maguire. Maguire, yeah, was was not great either. We <laughs> led
0: the league in Pierre's for, for a few months there. For sure. Okay. What do you say we get to tonight's lineup and what battles are at stake? Then we'll wrap up today's show discussing the first cuts that were made at Ottawa Senators camp. That's all next. You're listening to Locked on Senators.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by new sponsor alert, new sponsor alert. Love it. Boom. All right. So the new sponsor is all about Convenience, guys. Our new sponsor is DoorDash. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or add last minute cravings conveniently. Did you burn your last piece of toast? Avocados gone bad? You missed that one day window where they're still good? Or is your hot sauce bottle empty? No worries, guys. Try Grocery Delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you need, everything you want delivered right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, but now you can do groceries so you can make your favorites at home. With thousands, thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they will make it right. So sit back and enjoy your groceries just like you picked them yourselves. Want even more value? You can save on all your groceries and restaurant favorites with a 0 Dollar delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pash membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want. So, Right now, you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you lose use code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off, guys. Up to $20 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You know we love our friends and family at the Glebe Central Pub. You can visit them at 779 Bank Street in the heart of the Glebe. And when you head there, make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. We love the Glebe Central Pub, not only because it's a great place to watch any game, hockey, football, soccer. They've got the Supporters Club for Atletico Ottawa. They've got the Arsenal Supporters Club, but you're always amongst friends at the Glebe Central Pub. That's why we get along with them so much. It's interactive. It's always, always, always about what's going to make everybody leave with a smile on their face, whether it's live music, whether it's darts, trivia night, it's all about having a good time at the Glebe Central Pub. So get there today at 77 bank street and also this weekend saturday red blacks are hosting montreal so head over to the glebe central pub whether you're on the way to lansdowne to watch the game or if you want to catch the game at the glebe central pub visit them at 779 bank street and make sure you let them know that locked on senators sent you Right, Pillsy. Game day, sense, habs. We don't count the pre preseason, especially based on the fact that Ottawa had absolutely nobody playing in that final game. Oh, no, we're not counting that one. No. Rookie tournament. But if we only count regular season games, the Senators are on a six game win streak over the Montreal Canadiens that included one of the most fun games I've had. The first meetup game we did. At the Canadian Tire Center, the spring of 2022, and it was a 6 4 win. Mark Kastelik had a goal and a fight in his Mm -hmm. first NHL goal, got the fight at the same time. The Senators dominated that game, and we got to beat the traffic chant at the end. It was all good things for the Ottawa Senators. Six straight wins against the Montreal. Canadians.
1: are the habs bringing back those blue jerseys please 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 tell me they're bringing back those trash can jerseys that they were absolutely brutal in.
0: i actually think they they sent them to winnipeg to redesign them for those <laughs> those rcaf uh heritage jerseys that the jets just announced it's got that same yeah. baby blue but at least there's some like historical significance to that one that the the habs just wanted to be more like the Expos, the defunct baseball team. So, uh, not sure if that's good vibes, but clearly their results showed quite the story in those uh, those baby blues. But whatever the the Habs are wearing, you can't mask a lack of skill, which is uh, kind of what Habs fans are hoping for this year. Is they're they're clearly in the rebuild phase of what they're doing. But Pillsy, how are the Ottawa Senators going to line up in tonight's game? That's a question that. We're going to start with, we'll look at the lines and then get into a player to watch for each team. So Pilsy, in particular, the top line, I was I was eyebrows raised right away when you told me that Josh Bailey was going to get a spin at center with Dominic Kubalik and Mathieu Joseph. The second line, I love this line. They look so good, apparently, in the first couple of days of training camp. It's Ridley Gregg with Yuri Smekal and Igor Sokolov. Then we've got the Castellick, Kelly, McEwen line, and then Chartier with Boko Imama playing in his hometown. And Cole Reinhardt as well. On defense, we'll get our first viewing of the preseason of Eric Brandstrom and Travis Hammonick. We've got Donovan Sabrango, local kid, making his first game with the Ottawa Senators, playing with Jacob Bernard Docker, and then the captain of your Belleville Senators, Dylan Hetherington, will get a spin with Jabril Touré. And what a story for Jabril Toure, getting to play his first NHL game in his hometown. I know it's preseason, Pilsy, but that has to be a special moment for a kid who was playing Junior A two years ago, goes Junior A, OHL, and now he's playing at the Bell Center.
1: Yeah, it's awesome that they got him in here. I mean, the preseason is the time to do these kinds of things, and I mean... Those Montreal players are probably a little nervous seeing Toure on the ice after they saw what he did to some of the rookies out there in the rookie tournament. So that's nice to have that intimidation factor. Uh, I mean, you got, yeah, like you said, Ross, the Ottawa Centers are bringing some meat here. Schwartz's Deli doesn't know anything about meat compared to this lineup. You got Toure, Boko Imama and McEwen
0: this is a farm to fork sponsored yes up <laughs> yeah. in the mix as well um, Igor is sitting at 225 Smake Owls 220 I know that they're not you know um, tough guys by trade. And I mean, we're also seeing three Montrealers in the lineup. That's I think more French players than the Habs have on their 23 man roster. We got wow. um, Joseph, Boko Imama, and Jabril Touré all in this, uh, all in this game for Ottawa, all local Montrealers. So I think that's a cool storyline for tonight's game. But that that entire middle six, one of like you can make the argument that either one could be the fourth line, all three of them, really. Yeah, honestly, uh,
1: like, I really like the difference in the Schmeichel, Greg, Sokolov, and then you got Kelly, Kassie, and McEwen. Like, you got your skill line, and then you got your physicality line. So, I think it's nice to have those two options, and we'll see which one of those lines ends up being the favorite here.
0: I, I think that if the Sens enter the season, I know I said Casty, and I still stand by that Casty should be an everyday NHLer. I think that he earned it. Oh, I of course. It's but- – but Pilsy, like if Pinto comes back, and you could run a third line, and let's let's say that it's um I, I see this is where it, it's so frustrating <laughs> that not everyone signed because we have to play we have to play 40 chess trying to figure out oh if you put Pinto in here okay let's move Bailey over to Joseph's spot let's say yes. the third line is Pinto Kubalik and Bailey love it then all of a sudden what like yeah Casty should be an everyday NHLer but like you could also just legitimately play a line of Ridley Gregg with Yuri Smekal and Igor Sokolov as a fourth line.
1: Now, I've I've said this, Ross, and I'll repeat it. If Ridley Gregg is playing four fourth line minutes in the NHL, playing under 10 minutes a night, I'd rather have him in Belleville playing a top six role. I just, yeah. I, I don't think that's the proper use of Ridley Gregg because I do think he's a perfect third line player whether that's center or wing uh, remains to be seen at the nhl level but i would rather have him continue to hone his skills as a top six center in belleville rather than be a fourth line guy
0: all right well we'll see what happens i mean play is gonna dictate for all these guys who should be in the lineup and who gets a one a two way ticket, I'll say, because it's not a one way ticket to Belleville. You're not banished there forever, but it would be good for some of these guys, I think, for their confidence level to start in the National Hockey League. Give me a locked on player to watch for tonight's game, Pilsy. Locked on player
1: for me tonight. I'm gonna go with Eric Branstrom. This is the first time. Uh, this is the first time we're getting to see him in this preseason game. Trade rumors swirling. He like. He's fighting for his job as well. Maybe not as much as a lot of these other guys, but he's trying to prove that he can be a guy that can play an effective third pair role. Maybe he's going to have to play better physically, more uh, stronger defensive structured game here, or maybe he's going to have to ramp up the offense and allow Travis Hammonick to be that guy that will play that shutdown role. So yeah, I'm going to be locked onto Eric Brandstrom tonight. You surprised zero of our viewers. (laughs) Zero. That's that's fine. Predictable Pillsy. Give me another one, Pillsy. Okay, then I'm going with Boko Mama. I mean, it's awesome seeing this guy uh, in a Senators jersey, like you mentioned, hometown kid. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens, uh, it's always great to not only beat them up on the scoreboard, but also beat them up on the ice, just like that playoff game with the full line brawl. So I like having Mama on the ice here. I'm going to be looking out for him.
0: Okay. I like that. Uh, I'll, I'll highlight two players. I'll go with Donovan Sabrango playing his first preseason game. He did not play in either of the first two. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to the lineup. I think we've already covered Eunice Corpusalo. Of course, both of us are excited to see yep. him. So I'll go with Parker Kelly because I thought Ooh. that the, the Kelly Castelic and McEwen line has been outplayed so far in training camp by the Greg Smekal Sokolov or Jarventi was in the middle there between those two big wingers. But, uh, yeah, I think Parker Kelly, man, he's on that one-way contract, but I think he knows that there's footsteps coming for a job that he held for 60-plus games last season, and he needs a big effort here in the preseason to get things going. Also, just as a little bonus, I'm very intrigued to see how Josh Bailey will look at center versus wing <laughs> where he's played much of camp. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's
1: clearly the Shane Pinto uh, placeholder job there.
0: They got the wrong guy from Long Island in the middle there. Uh, Yeah, apparently. (laughs) So we'll see what the Montreal Canadiens are going to bring up against this Ottawa Senators lineup, but it's an intriguing lineup without top-end talent. So if you watch preseason games for Timmy to go bar down and Jacob Chikrin to score two goals and Thomas Chabot to play 31 minutes, tonight's game might not be for you. But if you're interested in the depth pieces that really sunk this team last year, not getting any offense from the, the lower part of the lineup, then this could be a game where you're hoping that some of these kids can go up and just take, take the bull by the horns and just make sure that they're known that they're not going to go down quietly, that they're going to put up a fight. I think tonight's going to be a physical game. I think the senators are going to dictate that uh, with who they have bringing up to Montreal but uh, overall, I'm excited to see Eunice Korpisalo and how he's going to stand tall in front of a defensive core that if you take out Travis Hamanick, has what, a combined 300 NHL games with Branny having 200 of them? If that, well, even less. Because, I mean, JBD's yes. got what? One half a season under his belt. Hetherington has 10 games. And Sabrango and Toure never touch foot in a regular season NHL game. So lots of inexperience on the back end, especially below that top pair. And up front, You're just looking to see those middle two. Who wants to be the fourth line to start the season? Lots of storylines coming in to tonight's game. The storyline from yesterday was three players being reassigned to their uh, respective junior teams and two players being released from their ATO tryouts for the Ottawa Senators. Who is out of the lineup? Who's back in the mix? And who needs to have another good practice before friday's game against winnipeg all those questions will be answered next you're listening to locked on senators all right pilsy locked on senators let's go we got real nhl hockey on our TVs tonight. And I mentioned it briefly off the top, but no Gary Galley tonight. Oh my goodness. He was calling Austin Matthews, Austin Watson for some reason. Yeah. I just don't get it. He has to be like really good friends with whoever runs sports net. Yes. Yeah. Be. The only excuse. I'm, yeah. Who knows?
1: But yes, we are TSN guys here. So it's nice to see it back uh, on the red
0: network. And not only that, but I, I feel like it's more of, like, you get the Ottawa local aspect. I felt like it was today. It was so funny. And, you know, the, the intermission guys, they have a job to do. They pre-plan when the segments are. They have all the clips, the B-roll, everything that runs behind it. But I thought it was so funny because in that first game, Ottawa dominated the first period yeah. and then was pretty bad afterwards in terms of the shot discrepancy, right? Mm. Well, they covered the Leafs after the first period And then the Sens after the second period. But it's like you're not just going to use your brain and be like, hey, the Sens just dominated the first period. Why don't we highlight the team that did well in that period? I get it's preseason, but I just found it so funny. Sens out, shoot the Leafs 23-8. to So what about Toronto? How are they going this year? (laughs) It was just so silly. So here we go. TSN broadcast tonight. Really excited. And we got to get back to getting some TSN talent. On this show before the season, unlocked on senators, you can expect to hear from Cheryl Pounder, Claire Hanna, Jamie McLennan, John Abbott. Uh, I'm gonna try to get Dave Poulin back as nice. well, friend of the show. Um, and maybe even Craig Button. Because did you hear Craig Button's thoughts on the Ottawa Senators yesterday on Sports N- Center? Uh, your old program with Jay Onright.
1: Yes, my whole program. Uh, it's something along the lines of kind of comparing this Sens team to last year's Devils team, right? Is that the right quote? And that the Leafs should be hearing footsteps. Yep. I mean, hey, Craig, get back, get back on the show. Let's hear more about it.
0: I love it. We'll also hopefully uh, dip into the Sportsnet talent because there are really good people over there as well. Kyle Bukoskis, we've been uh, chatting with him about getting him back on the show. So guests will be returning. But for this first week of training camp, Pilsy, we just needed to sink our teeth into it. The questions, there are plenty. We did have Mark Mathot on last week. If you missed that, go check it out. And also, Mark Mathot was on Martian match play yesterday. Mm -hmm. Played uh, the hardest hole in Ottawa. A lot of people say hole number two, the Marshes. I'm not a golf guy, Ross, but that is a monster hole—six hundred
1: and fifty yards with a lake in the middle of it. Like, my
0: god! Well, Math knows all about that. He went for a swim on his first shot. Well, yeah, Martian went swimming too.
1: So, uh, I mean, fair like that. That is a tough hole. I can I can see how that's a tricky one.
0: So go check that out on YouTube. Make sure to smash a subscription for our boy at Lalims Martian. Yep. All right, Pilzey. The Kitchener Rangers starting their regular season on Friday, and they will have a pair of Sens prospects in the lineup. The Senators announcing yesterday that Matthew Andonovsky, Thomas Hamara have been reassigned to Kitchener, and yeah. Jorian Donovan has been reassigned to the Hamilton Bulldogs. Your thoughts on Hamara's NHL game and, the, and, and Donovan's, and then the fact that Andonovsky, recent fifth-round pick, did not get a game this training camp
1: yeah it's too bad ando didn't get in the mix there it, it would have been nice to to have that happen but there's only so many spots for so many players and so many games so sometimes that's the way it goes Thomas hamara i don't know ross i i didn't exactly love his play but i i wouldn't say i hated it either it was just kind of
0: he just played eight and a half minutes there, there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity when when you have chicken and shot, you have to play them 45 minutes yeah
1: you have to you have to um so I, I think for Mar, it's more about how he plays in the OHL this year. I think it was nice for him to get a taste, to put the Sens jersey on, to be around the guys. And uh, that's great. But this is going to be a big OHL season for him. And I think he's going to have an uh, elevated role with the Kitchener Sens. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Oh, the Kitchener Sens. we're going, We're going all in on that. I mean, I don't, I don't want to
1: as uh, as a Guelph Storm fan, and the Guelph Storm are minority owners in the Ottawa Senators. It's we're all about Guelph here, but I got, I got to cheer for my guys in Kitchener. I, I don't care how the team does; I just care how those players do.
0: And we'll check in with Sean Farfaro, our friend of the yes. show, our Kitchener Sends correspondent, Sean yes. Fifaro, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season there. But I thought Jorian Donovan showed well. I like the, he put out. In his uh, small sample size, again, just the one game, but he's a lot bigger than I think guys give him credit for. and A chip off the old block with Sean Hmm. Donovan bringing speed and and, uh, gumption to his NHL career. Yeah, love to see that uh, he's going to go back and hopefully be a big part of the Hamilton Bulldogs this year and take on a leadership role. I've said the hot take, or not hot take, but my expectation, and it's a high expectation for Jorian Donovan as a fifth-round pick, I want him pushing for a spot on Canada's world junior team. Ooh, That should be where we set the bar. Because we know Hamara will be going to his third world juniors for Czechia. But I'm excited to see Jorian Donovan. I I really hope. that I don't know if he's going to make it. A lot of it has to do with who's going to be back returning from 2022. We know with Canada, a bunch of their young players make the NHL early. But I would love to see him. Because you you rarely see fifth round picks make Team Canada on the back end, so I would sure. love if that's the case with Jorian Donovan. So that's uh, that's great that he was able to get a game. I'm uh, not too surprised that uh, that they didn't play him. There's so many defensemen; nineteen yeah. were at training camp, and I wonder though what he's thinking though that Jabril Touré is getting a game who wasn't drafted but signed. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Better luck next year, right? It's not something that it's like, oh, the team hates Ananovsky. They'll get him in the mix, but I think this will be a good development year for him uh, down with Kitchener. Pilsy, any final thoughts on today's show? Final thoughts for me
1: is, we talked about uh, Farm to Fork already with the meats. Well, Thanksgiving is coming up quickly here. I'm sure everybody's kind of trying to work their schedules, their calendars with their families to get the right Thanksgiving dates locked down. But, you got to make sure you're prepared. Like we talked about also, you gotta be prepared. So head to farmtoforkdelivery.ca, farm to fork delivery, and check out their turkey options. Ross, they have whole turkeys, 19 and a half to 22 pound birds. Um, so that's what you want for your Thanksgiving. But people think turkey and just think Thanksgiving. Ross, I don't know about you, but I've been into ground turkey lately and turkey bacon. Is hitting the spot for me. You can get both of those options on FarmToForkDelivery.ca with our friends at farm to fork. So check that out
0: today, guys. And Pelzi final thoughts for me is we have the lineup for tonight's game for the Montreal Canadiens. Before I tell you about it to finish off today's show, I do want to just for completeness' sake uh, that Clattenburg, I think it was Connor Clattenberg. and get his Jack- first name and Jackson Stewart. Uh, we're also released from their amateur tryout. So um, they got a week of training camp and they've been sent back to where they came from. So we're looking forward to seeing the numbers pare down at Senators training camp. The first five players have been released from the 56 man roster. Pilsey, there are 68 players left in Montreal Canadiens training camp. Um, I, I, like, did they rent out an entire hotel? For their training camp roster, it seems a bit absurd to me, but uh, hey, do your thing, Montreal. Tonight's Montreal Canadiens lineup, um, as per their website, we will see their top line. Nick Suzuki with Cole Caulfield and Sean Monahan. Kirby Dock is expected to play with Raphael Harvey-Pinard and Uri Slavkovsky, so I was wrong. Slavkovsky will be in the lineup tonight. Philip Mayshar will be with Leas Anderson and Emil Heinemann, and... I don't even know any of these guys in the fourth line. I'm not going to gas y'all up for that one. On the back end, Mike Matheson with David Savard. We've got William, don't call me Justin Trudeau with um, with uh, Jonathan Kovacevic. And uh, the fourth line or the bottom pair, uh, Matias Norlander with Brady Keeper. In goal, we expect it to be Jake Allen playing for the Montreal Canadiens. Allen, Allen. We'll be in goal at seven o'clock tonight at the bell. All right. So final thoughts. There you go. We're just in time. That's fresh off the press. One oh. minute ago. And make sure you press the subscribe button at yeah. Lock On Senators. Do it's it. been a great climb here as we enter into my favorite time of year. 31 teams have hope to win the Stanley Cup. If you're Montreal, you can't just based on the way your team looks. But everyone else, you got a chance, kids. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise until the puck drops in the regular season. Pilsy, um, Ottawa's got tonight's game in Montreal. Then they're back home on Friday against Winnipeg. Would you expect, based on tonight being the battle of depth, I think we might get both top lines in that game against Winnipeg. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, uh, when you've got the home games, that's when you bring
1: out uh, the star players. So I'd like to see that for sure.
0: The only thing could throw a wrench in that is if the battles are hotly contested. Because there will be, I think, a large set of cuts after that game. Heck, Belleville training camp gets underway. And you only have so many seats on the plane to go out to Nova Scotia where they play Sunday in Cape Breton and Halifax on Monday. If you are a Sens fan in Cape Breton or in Halifax, make sure to let us know. Comment on YouTube. Send us a tweet. We want to hear from you next week. Our and
1: boots t- on the ground picks. We need the boots on the ground picks.
0: Need them, but Pillsy. Next week, send Central Citizen. We took this weekend, this week off. We had cuts. We had lots to discuss on today's show. Next week, send Central Citizen. Has to be someone who is boots on the ground. Yep, agreed. Is that fair? either in in Cape Breton or Halifax, and if I've already committed to someone, but I get confirmation, photo confirmation, that you were at both games, you're automatically coming on the show. And
1: we got to mix in some more East Coast love. Like, let's get some East Coast buys on the show. I I want that for sure.
0: Yes, and if you're more of a West Coaster, go check out our crossover episode with the Locked On Canucks guys from last week. Lots of great content coming up, Bilzy. Let's say goodbye for today. But with the caveat, that we'll be live tweeting tonight's game. I'm going to sit down watch all 60 minutes. Really excited for it nice. on TSN. Send, Habs, send central on Twitter. Lockedon.senators on Instagram. We are setting up the Patreon draft today for Woo. our fantasy hockey. So get your final submissions in. It's going to be all locked and loaded by Friday. So get everything in today. If you want to join the Locked On Senators Patreon exclusive fantasy hockey league. But for today, we say goodbye. Go sends go. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast. Your team every day.